Welcome to Behind the Tools. Here's Tradeify CEO and your host, Michael Steckler. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Tools with Tradeify. Um, and this week, we've got someone who isn't on the tools, but very much involved in running a trades business. So we've got Tara McElvini uh, to join us from Australia, from Connect Air and Refrigeration. Tara, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. No, our pleasure. So Tara, you're, you're pretty much um, running the business. Before we dive in, just in terms of where you're at. So Tara is based in the Blue Mountains in New South Wales, which is quite close to Sydney. Uh, and I believe called the Blue Mountains because of the blue haze that settles over the mountains from the eucalyptus trees, if that's correct. And, there, and there is a lot of, as now there's a lot of um, dingoes and koalas. Do you get to see many of those? You would, people think that we do, we don't, um, especially don't. after the okay. bushfires. Yeah, yeah. There, there was quite a few before the bushfires, but once the bushfires, but hopefully um, it, they're starting to repair and come back. So, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So at the moment, um, you know, we have lots of listeners all over the world. And for those that don't know, so I'd say it's a lovely, lovely part of Australia, like I say, near, close to Sydney. Um, unfortunately, it was really, really impacted in sort of 2019, 2020 with the, the bushfires, which are, um, for background for everyone else, I mean, bushfires are more commonplace in certain regions in Australia, but, but the Blue Mountains isn't usually as devastated, doesn't usually come down as much as that. Um, and that was actually really, really severe. I mean, it's pretty well publicised all over the world. But did that, how big an impact was that for, for you guys personally and professionally? Uh, not so much professionally. Um, personally, it was, it was quite, you know, you're always on edge. You, you know, you yeah. don't know if you have to yeah. leave, if, you know. And, but look, we made it through. And, um, but that's the joys of living here. So if you live here, yeah. that's what to, to expect it. So I've lived here yeah, all my yeah. life. So, yeah. you know, it, it just comes with the territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and sort of be, yeah. being based where you are, are most of your customers sort of in, the, in Sydney or is it kind of all over the region? Um, all over the region. So we will travel um, to, of course, the Blue Mountains, but also Southwest Sydney, um, Central Coast. I'm not sure if you're familiar about the yeah, Central Coast yeah. area, but that's, yeah. you know, the northern side. Yeah. Um, and also down into the city. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, we travel yeah. quite a bit. So, it, hmm. Fantastic. And do you want to give maybe a quick overview of um, your business and, and, and what you guys do? Yeah, sure. So we are a air conditioning and commercial refrigeration company. Um, we currently have five employees, so we're small, um, but we are growing um, quite quickly. Um, we mostly focus on um, a lot of our work is residential, but we're current, currently moving into the commercial. So doing more commercial type yeah. Um, installations for air conditioning and then still keeping our commercial um, customers for um, yeah. refrigeration that's the word great I'd like to get into that in a minute actually in terms of commercial commercial side because that's that's quite an interesting area about how people build their mm -hmm. business there one of the other things I guess which time stamps this is uh, that's a that's a good guard dog you got there I am so sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I've got, I've got one of those. I've got one of those at home, and he does it. I'm presuming you said there's some construction going on out the back, and that's probably why. Uh, Correct. A truck. He or, she, he or she is doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Right. He's like, what? What are you doing here? Yes. Yeah, he's good. No, he's uh, he's well trained. That's good. Um, so one of the it's sort of New South Wales at the moment, unfortunately, with COVID and everything else, has been pretty pretty heavily impacted. Um, Again, in terms of, of time stamping this this podcast, yeah, what how's that how's that affected the business and and how you operate right now? Well, yeah, it, it's definitely affected us um, greatly. So last year during lockdown, it didn't we were still able to work. So yes, it yeah. did affect us. We did drop off work, um, but we were still able to work. This lockdown, we weren't able to work for 
two weeks um, yeah. and now and there's still a lot of restrictions in place that we are currently only on two days a week at the moment and hopefully by the end of the month we'll go back full time but we'll we'll wait and see so yeah it's definitely yeah. impacted but but yeah. you know that that's the time we live in isn't it so no it's 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 unfortunate it depends where you are in the world i think people are sort of all living and breathing it in in different ways and you know is there is an expectation around when you can get back to normal do you have any view on that I'm hoping by the end of the month because it's yeah. very much focused around vaccination. So yeah. I do apologise about this dog. No, no, don't apologise. He's I'm uh, so sorry. Is he is he is he is he a big dog or is that just a really he loud dog? dog. Really, oh, he is a big dog. I say good because he sounds like a big he, dog. And I just he's a big dog and he just he's a big fluffball. He actually is a groodle. So he's a golden retriever across a standard poodle. So oh, okay. he, he looks. He sounds scary. He he looks like a teddy bear. So. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so talking about COVID, so absolutely, it's definitely, definitely taken a little bit of a hit. So, but yeah. now it's all focused on vaccinations. So my husband's been done, our tradesman's getting done. So right. hopefully once that all into, into the, you know, come mid-August, we, we should be, be able to go back full time. So. Yeah, well, fingers crossed, hope it goes back for you guys. And then the other... Yes, um, thank you. I guess the other question is, so in terms of your commercial work, and is that mainly the refrigeration side or are you looking to do the other parts of the business as well? What's the, what's the focus there and the reason for sort of trying to move more into that space? So to be honest, so a lot of our work is residential and we've definitely done so well, but with the commercial, we do want to kind of break into that because we do want to grow and, but grow slowly, if that makes any sense. So yeah, getting into that commercial side is definitely something um, yeah. that my husband's interest, he's to do um and yeah the opportunity is there so yeah, yeah fantastic so yeah and then you are you're not the first family i spoke to a, a company that were based out in adelaide um a couple of weeks ago uh, and they're a family business H how does that work with you and your husband is that you know can you give us the background about how you sort of got into business together and how that was formulated sure. yeah sure sure so i had um our first child a uh, second child i should say um, and was on maternity leave. So I was on maternity leave. My husband was talking about starting a business for two, three years prior. And it yeah. was me to the stability of, of any company holding the chain back. And I just thought, you know what? We'll do it. Worst case scenario, you know, we'll go back and find full-time work. So, and yeah. I'm so glad that he kept pressuring me to do it because it, well, yeah, he's, he's done really well. And um, yeah, and it's, it's great. And and it's uh, easy as a, oh there's the dog is that the dog is that there's the, the dog <laughs> listen sorry. listen mate mate we're trying to we're trying to what's the dog's name keep it down mate we're trying to do a podcast yeah, here <laughs> ng I oh, know I'm so sorry <laughs> I can see what you mean actually I can see he's not oh. actually that scary looking dog um, he's really not <laughs> and then and so yeah. when you when you approach the commercial work and now you're sort of trying to build the business and and grow that how how you're approaching kind of winning that business and marketing your company so, to do that? So about um, oh, maybe six months ago, we actually engaged a advisory group. So trade advisory group. Yeah. They're located in Glen. Um, because I, my background's employment, so I'm quite comfortable with employment, but understanding the business 
all the internet businesses, um, you know, business things like cash flow, yeah. sustainability of growth. I'm so unbelievably sorry. Um, yeah, just the growth um, sustainability. Um, we weren't sure which direction, if we were moving in the right direction, we weren't understanding our profit. Um, right. So we engaged them and they have been amazing to us um so they've been able to assist us with our cash flow understanding that um yeah. and also they're helping vendors as well so again we've never tended for work for commercial um so they um assist us with doing that too so great fantastic and that that's actually seems so to be quite it seems to be quite common i've spoken to quite a few trades companies who have um had a business network locally or engaged an advisor yeah. and every, everyone seems to speak very highly of it how did you measure that sort of Amazing. how did you measure that engagement once you decided to pick an advisor and, and work with them how did you decide whether what the payback was I think it was more I sat we sat down and we thought okay do we want to stay a small company you know we five we want to keep continue to grow and we might be able to take on eight employees and then what does right. next year look like um what does the year after look like where where do we see ourselves moving to? Um, and then I thought, had a conversation. I thought that's, you know, with the trade advisory group and said, you guys, absolutely, let's, because he also comes from an air conditioning background. So it kind of worked out perfect for us because he yeah. understood air conditioning. Oh, okay. Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it really worked out. Perfect. Um, it, it's just given us and also the confidence in understanding, you know, when we do look at our cash flow, I've never worked with numbers before until the business. So understanding our cash flow and understanding all the backhand of the accountancy, just the, it, it's little things that all add up to those large um, things that actually make an impact in the business. Yeah, that seems to be a common thing is actually having that sort of vision, almost like having a business plan that says, yes. where do we want to be in three years? What are the things we need to do? And, and also, can we afford to do it? And if we can't, if we can't, how much business do we need to win to do that? Have you been, how impacted are you by sort of material costs changing if at all does that has that affected your company it much? hasn't no, no we're lucky in that sense we had yeah, had material costs hasn't um skyrocketed for us so yeah we've been definitely lucky in that um, and you talked about cash flow i mean that's that's one area that seems to be i think when i talk to bigger trades companies they seem to be quite good at having those models that say this is our charge out rate this is like material costs and and being quite um I guess, you know, dare I say, kind of really robust about that on a monthly basis and figuring out, you know, what the profit's going to be and all those those types of things. Was that a big part of the kind of advice? And I guess someone coming from the trades themselves made that pretty helpful in terms of the elements you need to plug into to get to a decent, decent forecast. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So um, beforehand, my husband would just work out and it would be all in his head. So for yeah. me, I'm, and, and not understanding air conditioning, I had no idea what was going on. Um, so it's been able to give us both the understanding and kind of, okay, this is this, we're both on the same page and this is actually where we're going to go from A to B then to see. So it's been really handy in that situation where we're both on, we're both understanding the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is great. And, yeah. and, and, and do you want to walk through maybe your, your, your role? Because it's a, you know, yes. in the company, it's quite commonplace. Do you want to maybe walk through sort of what, what keeps you busy and how you approach that? Absolutely. So I do, I guess, all the backhand stuff, if you like to say. Um, yeah. So I do all of the accounts on the backhand. Um, I schedule um, all the jobs. Yeah. Um, I, um, 
oh gosh, there's so much. I can't even think. There's too much. Um, so everything that isn't related to a tradesman of him, because Rob basically just does the tradie yeah. type work. He's out, he's out on the job site. Everything else I'll do. He does do the invoicing, so I don't actually need to worry about that. But yeah. everything else um, I look after. So everything accounts, everything kind of keeping the balls moving, really. And I presume that's, I mean, in, in a way, having, having you doing that has enabled the business to grow to the employees that you're at at the moment and to actually have those discussions around growing even further. Um, Absolutely. Like without, without you, that probably wouldn't be possible. I think it's my general sense of these things. Oh, I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely hope so. No, I think so, yeah, because it definitely takes the pressure off um, Rob. He doesn't need to worry yeah. about any of that. He just goes and does his thing. He goes to work. He, he, he you know, installs, supplies, does all of that. And then everything else, it, it's um, he knows that it's covered, so he doesn't even think twice about it. So, and then back to the sort of business advisory. So, when you're thinking about yes. going out and engaging new commercial, how are you approaching that side in terms of who you decide to go after, or is it more incoming work that's coming your way, and then you're building on that? So it's actually through a tendering. So you, there's actually tendering sites that you can yeah. actually go in and tender. Right. So we do a lot. Um, we've been doing a lot of those. Um, so as, as I said, we're, we're only small. So we're only going the small, the smaller tenders. Um, but, you know, you just got to get your foot in the door. So, yeah. And, so do, and do, you have a, do you have a sense of how many of those you win? Or do you have an expectation? i rephrase the question. Do you have an expectation that for every time, every job that you tender, you, your hit rate will be X percent? I, I can't actually judge that at the moment because we've only just kind of started the process. So I can definitely yeah. let you know in 12 months. But yeah, um, great. But yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine, I would, I would imagine um, coming from, you know, I mean, again, my experience is in employment, but um, I understand like the tendering process and how many people tender and all of that yes. sort of stuff. So I would say, you know, if we can get a hit out of, say, 10, if we get two, except, I, you know, that would be, that would be That'd good. Be great. Yeah, yeah. And, and and how do you how do you approach pricing and all those types of things when you go into those tender processes? So again, that's where our advisor definitely helps yeah. us out. Yeah, because um, yeah, we we wouldn't know or back in the day when before if we didn't have our advisor, we wouldn't understand how to actually price correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's where he definitely comes in and, and gives us an idea of what materials we will need, which we understand that but it's the costing. So, you know, we don't want to run a job and be at a loss, which can, it, it can be quite easy when you're doing those types of tenders if you don't understand. So. Yeah. That's why I mentioned material costs. I think there's in certain, um, I'm going to give you a, a, probably one of the most obvious examples yeah. I've seen recently is the price of steel has gone up significantly uh, in the okay. last sort of three months. And what you'll see is lots of small trades companies aren't forecasting that into their quotes and, then they yes. go to buy the materials and you get this nasty surprise. You know, actually, we're not going to make any money on this job. And so it's a really important, it's probably an area that's not talked about enough. We've certainly started to pay more attention to it because it, it can make a, well, it's the difference between being profitable and, and not being profitable. Um, Absolutely. And, and you, yeah. Because yeah, even if it's one job that you lose money on, it can really, especially if you're a small business, you can take a hit, a very big hit from it. Well, especially if it's a commercial job as well, it's bigger and it might take a little bit yes. longer and, and everything else that goes with that. So I think that's a really important area. And I think the, the you know, I've heard that the person you're describing in terms of that business network have also heard people refer to mentors. So actually one of the great things that I have witnessed within trades companies is the fact that most um, tradies are quite happy to talk to other tradies, even in the same area and offer them advice and tips about, hey, this is how I approach my building my business and they've sort of seen it, done it. And there's a lot to, to learn from those um, 
people's previous mistakes actually so you don't make the same ones and you know when, when you've sort of been doing this what what has been the biggest challenge you know since you've got into the business and, and been helping run things um, COVID, yeah. <laughs> definitely now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. This has probably been our biggest challenge that we've yes. faced in the past um, four weeks. So, yeah, definitely hands down. Um, before then, yeah, there was challenges, but um, we could always move through them. But, yeah, this is definitely our biggest one. And now you're up to sort of five employees. How did you, how did you approach that and when was the right time for you to sort of grow outside of uh, where you were? How did you make that decision? Yeah, yeah, sure. So it would have been about uh, um, about six months um, into the business and we were really looking for a fourth year apprentice and thought that would be yeah. perfect. So we were lucky enough, we found a fourth year um, and he's still with us today. Um, great. And yeah, so yeah, he's great. And then about, um, it would have been January, January, February this year, um, we actually took on last year a work experience um, student from school for two oh, weeks. Cool. Yeah. And then when he finished school, we offered him a um, position with us. And so, yeah, he's, he's also with us now. Um, and our casual, he is actually, we've, we've known him for a long time. So he actually is like a labourer in, in, yeah. in a general tradesman um, that can, currently helps us. And then, of course, there's me. So, yeah, it was just a decision. It was the growth as well. Rob couldn't take all of the workload on himself. Yeah. Um, and we thought it would be a bit better profitability-wise that we hire our staff rather than subcontract it out. So yeah. that was yeah. the that was the reason behind that. Yeah. And what's the sort of school student? Was that a um, conscious decision, or was that just sort of fortuitous? You came across someone, or you actually consciously said, "Let's go and find a sort of someone to come and do some work experience. And if it works out, we'll hire them." Yeah. Look, we weren't completely serious about um, hiring an apprentice, but when he came on board, we really made the decision. To, like when we did, he did the work experience. We thought, you know what, he's got a great work ethic. Ethic. Let's let's take him because he's only 16 so you know when you have that work worth ethic already built in you at that age, yeah. you know at that age it's hard to find and it's hard to come by um so yeah we jumped straight into it and yeah offered him a job it's a really um yeah i spoke to a builder recently and he was talking about you know everyone would turn up and say yeah i want to work i really want a job and i'm going to do it and i, I don't mind getting up at 6 a.m and being on site at seven and doing what's required and the reality is yeah. you know many of them would then join and actually be, you know, two weeks in saying, actually, it's dark, it's cold, I don't want to get out of bed and be here at seven. Um, and exactly. it's also finding those people with the sort of attitudinal stuff is actually almost more important than the, the skill set, certainly for someone who's entering the industry, right, as a, as a first starter. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it definitely that. And that's, we've been lucky. <laughs> we've been very, very lucky with our staff that, um, yeah, they come They've got that worth ethic behind them, and they yeah, they support us. So, and how's how's Rob balanced that sort of being on the tools and having to do the work that you have, which sounds like you were kind of inundated, and actually yeah. help helping train an apprentice or a school leader? Have you approached how they're kind of onboarded into the company and taught the sort of tools of the trade, as it were? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, at the moment, <clears throat> so um, our fourth year is actually now a tradesman. So yeah. he it shows um, our youngest apprentice a lot. So Great. he, I must have, has been absolutely fantastic in that. He's really supportive um, of Brandon and actually shows him a lot of things. Um, and then when Rob, when it, especially when it comes to around the TAFE times, um, Rob will sit down 
we did this with um, our fourth year, William was the fourth year, um, sat down and worked through some, you know, just, just the little bits and pieces that right. they may not be completely comfortable with before they go into their exams or or to do assessments and things so yeah so and and whilst he's on site he will show and take the time he will slow down to take the time to show them exactly how you do it and do right. it right in the right. correct way <laughs> yeah 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 fantastic and then um you know what doing your job there's other people probably listening who are sort of helping run the sort of back office and really keep the Keep the business growing and, and turning over which is a you know really really critical role particularly when you're focused on growth any any advice you would give those people are there things that you couldn't live without that help you do that job i would definitely say to have the programs in place so the correct accountancy program the yeah. correct um programs such as tradeify a perfect example where you can it's a one-stop shop for invoicing quotes scheduler and it's it's quite it's very easy and you can have multiple people on that program. Um, without that in us starting our business, I it would have been, I, I would hate to think <laughs> of what that would have looked like. So we were lucky enough when we first started, we had those programs already set up. So yeah. we were able to just to jump in, straight jump straight in and and get moving really. Yeah, cool. And how did you how did you, you know, thinking about your accountancy package, um, how did you, you know, how did you approach that? How did you know which ones when you made that decision? How did you pick the programs and make that call. I, cool. did, I did a bit of research. I did, we did a bit of research and thought, okay, what is the best um, program out there? And yeah. of course, it, for, for us, it was zero that worked with what we wanted to do. Yeah. And I also wanted a net program, not coming from a accountancy type background or being very green. I needed a program that was quite easy <laughs> that you can yeah. jump in and and you can teach yourself pretty much. Um, yeah. I mean, the, only the basics. I'm not saying I'm an expert, but um, yeah. So just just as easier, make your life easier, so you have the time to concern to worry about other things and focus yeah. your energy onto those. And any advice on how you work with the with the people on the tools uh, I guess in the field doing work you talked about scheduling and, and all those things yeah. um any any learnings from that in terms of how you make that really effective both for your kind of end customer and also the, the people that work for you I think with our so the way that we use our scheduling for the team it's it's been really so we use the tradified scheduler so our tradesman has access to that so he knows exactly what he's going to be doing for the next two three weeks four weeks um he knows exactly where he's going to be um yeah. so he can have also have any questions so if he has any questions and says okay what about this date what's right. happening on this day you know it, it's all it's all there um what i also like is that if i don't see them because i'm not on the tools or anything um they can if they've done any overtime they can do timesheets as well that yeah. has been fantastic so if they don't remember i i say to them you have to put it in you do overtime put it in that day right. and they do so then when i go to do pays i don't have to chase anyone it, it's it's yeah. already all there so yeah, that's cool. really that's really helped um that situation yeah, fantastic. And then one of the other questions, I, I kind of ask everyone this, and I, I'm intrigued, yeah. you do you do refrigeration and obviously, you know, you're in cooling and everything else. You know, do, do you think about the future in terms of how those industries might change? Um, 
you know, for environmental reasons? Um, are there things that you you look at and think, okay, do we need to get into this business? A comparison is the company I spoke to the other day in Adelaide also did solar pa power or solar panels as yes. part of their business. Not a big part of the business. They were quite open about that, but it was part of the business. How do you think about that stuff? Or do you think about that stuff? Absolutely. And um, with Arctic anyway, they're, they're completely, they're already starting to change the way um, yeah. for the gases that we currently use. So definitely all whatever changes is made especially for the environment we are yeah definitely on board for that yeah and do you do any do you how do you keep yourself up to speed and all that stuff um it, it's mostly through i mean facebook's fantastic like if yeah. you if you have a look at their you know on their pages and things that's amazing so any social media type yeah. um, information that you can actually get otherwise it's just having a bit of research really or they send emails as well. So, you know, they always like to keep you updated and, and yeah. with all the new changes and things. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And any advice that you would give? There's one piece of advice apart from the programs for you and Rob when you made that sort of brave decision to really go out there and, and build the business. Is there one thing you would, you talked about an advisor. Is there anything else you would have, anyone else who's listening who's maybe currently a sole trader thinking about expanding? Any advice you'd give them? I would actually also say, manage time so I yeah. was never I didn't manage my time very well with two kids so um two small kids so it was very difficult for me so I was working a lot at night time um yeah. and work into the night and then it was you know the next day it's like groundhog day same same thing got the yeah. kids then you go do your work so I've actually found my a kind of groove now so <clears throat> But that's also because my kids are getting like my eldest is getting a little bit older. Um, but it's it's you, you, your kids. Out. Your kids aren't the problem. It's that dog. Yeah, oh, it is the dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He's my third child. What have you, you? What have you? What have you done to him? What have you done to him? He's gone very quiet. He's now watching them. He's now just glaring <laughs> at them. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I interrupted. I just suddenly realised I was, no I was concerned because he was very he was very quiet all of a sudden. I thought, what's happened to that dog? <laughs> Yeah, he's just staring at them now. He's just like, yeah. he's been, he's done his um little yell for a while. Um, yeah, so that it's managing time. I think that yeah. is really important between family time and and getting that balance. It's hard, and I, ha I don't I don't really have advice to give on how you do that because everyone's circumstances is very very different. But sit down and actually can focus and think. Okay, how could we manage this better? So it, the 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 business doesn't overtake everything else your yeah. whole everything else yeah absolutely did it make it easier being the sort of husband and wife team do you think that made that an easier discussion than maybe if you weren't in terms of understanding kind of the challenges that you're both facing definitely definitely yeah. absolutely yeah yeah great okay cool um we always finish on a, a sort of handful of questions this has been great by the way it's really good to sort of hear how you've been growing the business and running it and um I think short of hopefully this, what is hopefully a blip in terms of COVID, um, it's a long blip, but sort of the, the level of lockdown that you're currently experiencing will hopefully change and you can get back into sort of building the business and focus on that on that commercial stuff. Fingers um, crossed. I can't wait. We ask, we, ask everyone, we ask everyone a series series of questions. I'm going to be quite intrigued as to, to your answers. One was, um, we usually talk about trades, but if you weren't doing what you're doing, what would you be doing now if you had a choice? It's usually the question is, if you know, if, you, if, you, if it wasn't the trade you're currently, like you're not going to be, um, you know, doing refrigeration and everything else, what would your trade be? Um, is the I think I think I would be back into what I did and Rob yeah. would probably, not, it's not a trade, 
he would probably be a police officer. <laughs> so, oh, really? so not so much. He would, he would in a heartbeat. So yeah. So if we weren't, if we, if he didn't have this trait, then yes, he would. That's the direction he would take. <laughs> well, he's got a good police dog in the house anyway. He used to. Be, yeah, that's right. Be great for that. <laughs> great. Okay. And then, you know, um, I presumably on site for you is, is um, not as often on the site itself, but what would be your favorite kind of go to on site lunch if you had one? Well, the boys' ones um, is pizza. Absolutely. That's, that's and, you're, and, you're, and yours, our pizza. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's theirs. That's their go to for when they're on site. <laughs> and for you, when you're sort of on your site, when you're there? Oh, look, I. I don't really go out to site because they're mostly customers' home. So oh, when, I, when um, I say on site, I mean on site in the generic phrase of when you're at work. Oh, okay. When I'm at work, oh look, I can't have anything around children. If I have chocolate, I can't have chocolate. I can't. I take everything away from me. But if, if the kids aren't here, definitely chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> and cool. <lots> of it. <laughs> um, and then when you do, when you do, um, if you ever do, uh, you know, the question here is, what's your favorite go-to tool brand? Do you have one? Yeah. And as a company, do you have a preference? Definitely Makita. Yeah, they do seem to be popular. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. They last long too. Yeah, which is important. So we think about, think about cash flow and all those things. And then the other question, which um, unfortunately things change so quickly every time I ask this question, but the question is sort of yeah. when things open up, which actually unfortunately is a reality right now in New South Wales, when they do start to open up, is there a sort of favourite sporting event or music event you would pick to go to? Um, I would love... Um, probably for Rob to get to the grand final. So if he can go to, because he's a big, big Panthers fan, I don't know if anyone yeah. knows Panthers, but um, for the NRL. Plenty, plenty, so, yeah. Yeah. So he would love to get to a grand final if they were in it. <laughs> cool. And then um, last question is, you know, are there people, I mean, I've, you're pretty active on Facebook um, in, in sort of various groups. Are there other people you think we should speak to that would make an interesting discussion um, for our sort of viewers and listeners? Yeah, definitely. Well, we have an electrician. Um, so he's from, he's also based in the Blue Mountains, um, yep. Urban Tech Electrical. So he's, again, he's a small business just, just like us. He's been running yep. a lot longer. Um, yeah, that's great. He's, he's, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Tara, I really, I know how busy you are. Um, so I really, really appreciate you taking the time to, to do this. It's been really insightful and it's really great to get the perspective of how you're principally, you know, pretty much running the business and making sure that, um, you know, you're giving a great customer experience, but also looking to build in the future. And I think the way you've hired people has been, um, for people listening, I think is a really good approach. And again, quite a cost-efficient way of doing that and also bringing people into the, into the trade. So yeah, really fantastic and I appreciate you spending the time for us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And so for all of our listeners, as always, um, please do share feedback and comments and review us if you can, if you're on Apple and other podcasts or video players, that would be greatly appreciated. And until next time, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Bye. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Behind the Tools is brought to you by Tradeify, job management software for your trade business. If you enjoyed the podcast, let us know by leaving a review and be sure to tell your mates about it. Email behindthetools at tradeifyhq.com if you or someone you know would be keen to join the show as a guest.